0: The discussions that take place during this episode may contain topics that are controversial, sensitive, explicit, offensive, and/or an inaccurate or outdated representation and/or mistreatment of marginalized peoples and/or cultures. This content may not be appropriate for everyone. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to entertain. While we always do our best to present factual and researched information. This does not indicate that everything said on the We Watch Disney podcast is factually and or historically accurate. We encourage you, the listener, to engage in your own research as well. Please use discretion when enjoying our show. And now let's get on with the show. listening to. You're
1: listening to. You're listening to. You're listening to. You're
0: listening to the We Watch, Watch Disney Podcast. Podcast. May I? What? Yeah. May we get another back? And we're back? Maybe. Do
2: it! Please? Do yeah, it right now? Yeah. Yeah, bitch. On speaker? Yeah. yeah. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. To the <laughs> Oh. I don't,
0: I don't know.
2: Spit it out. You're so good. Are you teasing me, bro? Uh, yeah, I really <laughs> He's playing hard to get, Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry you called me a bard. I'm driving.
1: <laughs> I don't know how to speak.
0: Do you need to prepare something? What? Do you need to prepare something? No, oh, hold
1: on. Your line is and your back. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna put you in
3: my headset. So can you hear me better?
0: Yeah. yeah, We could hear you so from before. Well,
3: I couldn't good hear time. you. All right, you ready? Oh.
1: Are you ready? Yeah.
0: We're ready. And we're back! Yay. Love
3: yeah. it! Good job. Thank you.
0: Talk to you later. I don't
3: know how I sounded, but...
0: It was fine. I
1: don't know either. We'll find out.
3: We'll see how it goes. All right, good luck, uh, good luck with everything.
2: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <glad you laughs> be there.
0: Yeah, I know <laughs> you do. <laughs> All right, Bye. Uh, all
1: right, bye. Yes, it is the We Watch Disney Podcast, a place where we chronologically review everything through the decades on Disney+. Plus. Let's uh, go around the table. Who we got here?
3: Alex. Joya. Well, yeah. Hails.
1: And Dan. No Gelly this week, but kind of, I guess. He was here.
0: He called in briefly. Well, yeah. we called him in. We he, called in favor.
3: <laughs> yep. He
1: saw what was on the menu today, and he said, Fuck that.
3: It's like, uh, I think I got work. Yeah, he, he did God it before... picking up an extra ship. Yeah. <laughs> he did it before everybody else
2: could, and I don't blame him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Another one of you dropped that, would be like, nope. Only one allowed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have to reschedule. Yeah, <laughs> Alex almost didn't make it, but I no, that's
0: not true. I just didn't know what time we were doing this. Oh no, I didn't. I just meant
2: <laughs> she didn't finish it. We oh yeah, I just,
0: just had to finish it right now that's before right. we it's started. That's
1: like fresh in your mind now, so you'll yeah. just take over at some point when oh. I inevitably give up. Give up.
0: <laughs> I want the notes, Dan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's Fantasia uh, this week. Uh, it, I think it's going to be a very interesting review for a number of reasons see how we feel
0: Mm.
3: around
1: this table about certain
3: Mm. parts of (laughs) Mm things
1: i was was actually i was saying to victoria i would say yesterday it was either yesterday or today that this movie will be the real test of my friendship with you two
0: yeah (laughs) because
1: if i can get you guys to sit through this two-hour movie and not like hate my guts
3: Oh. I think we're I think we're, we're clear. We're good for yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suggested to Alex because for me to watch this movie, I was uh, wrapping birthday gifts, 40 of them specifically. <laughs> and I, I was like, Alex, you just need to like do something in the background that like doesn't really require your attention that you can watch, watch the TV at the same time. You know yeah. what I mean? So, that's how I was able to get through
1: it. Yeah. I I didn't take
3: uh, her advice,
2: so I had to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to point out that my suggestion from the beginning was to split this in half. And Dan vetoed my vote.
1: I was not about to put all of you listening to this through two episodes of Fantasia. No way. Get this out of it.
2: No, but I feel like if we had filmed half and half, it would have been easier on us, and you could have just
0: combined it. Yeah, but then that would have taken like three months. Because yeah, you know how the, <laughs> yeah. you know the way we do things around
1: here. It's true. Yeah,
3: whatever. It'd be like
1: Halloween by the time we but got to it. But I do get It would be. Yeah, uh, I will preface all of this today by saying that if you, if you're someone who, for some reason, has actually not seen this film, it's okay. Like you, it's okay, first of all. But if you're gonna go by this review, then don't do that. Because <laughs> I don't think this movie. You, I, it's not I don't like a think. Movie. It, it, I don't
3: even think. It into the category of movie. No. Well, I, I
1: think that's actually a good point. It's it's like a bunch of it's, it's well, I'll, it's it's a bunch of silly symphonies in a movie. That's yeah. the way I look at it.
3: I think there
2: was like a specific term that it was supposed to be called, like it was a new kind of like.
1: Well, the way they the production of it, like Fantasound. I mean, that yeah. that's yeah. that was made for this. I'll get into that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, but I'm just saying for like, people sitting around reviewing, talking about this movie, it's really it's gonna be really hard.
2: This is kind of like those like baby Einstein things that you used to play for your kids when mm-hmm. they were infants to stimulate their brain and also put them to sleep. Yeah. that's what
0: I was thinking when the, yeah. when I first started. I was like, yeah. oh, this reminds me of like the nap music on YouTube at the yeah. daycare. Yeah, like just like music and like visual. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nonsense. You, you know what, this
1: movie is good. It's a good work from home in the background while you're working.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if, if, you
1: enjoy, if you enjoy, you enjoy classical on... music. Yeah, I
2: mean, just I don't suggest listening to this in the car. Because you might fall <laughs> <sleep>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But even then, like, some of the ones that we'll get to, like, they're kind of, like, left up to your own interpretation. Like, if you close your eyes and, like, picture, yeah, you know? sure. So, I guess we'll give you what we thought. I don't know if anyone yeah, came do, up with anything. Yeah. But, anyway... You ready to get started?
2: I am so ready. Let's get this over with.
1: We'll try to do this real quick for you, Toya. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Because I'm yawning as we speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to put you to sleep now, too, by talking more about Fantasia. Great. Okay. Fantasia is Walt Disney's third animated feature after Snow White and Pinocchio. It consists of eight animated animated segments set to pieces of famous cl- famous classical music. The philadelphia orchestra provides the music for the film being conducted by leopold Stokowski, who was a british conductor one of the leading conductors of the 20th century um his big thing aside from being like a famous conductor um the freehand conducting with like the traditional baton that you see that was kind of like him yeah started doing that he kind of like made that his thing i guess you would say
3: okay. wait he started using a baton or he stopped or he didn't use one
1: the more like freehand like over here oh, and just yeah. like do whatever he wants with it i guess Walt Disney just happened to be, uh, happened to meet Leopold by chance at a restaurant. He saw him there and the two agreed to have dinner together. Um, as they talked, Walt told of his plans to do The Sorcerer's Apprentice, which at the time he just planned on that being a short, um, and other possible projects using classical music with animation as well. And much to Walt's surprise, one of the fam- most famous conductors in the world said, Yeah, I would love to conduct that for you. And it was done. Fantasia gets its conductor. Great. With the Sorcerer's Apprentice, back in 1938, two years prior, uh, it was originally slated to be an elaborate silly symphony designed as a comeback for Mickey Mouse, who had started to decline in popularity. But <gasps> I as p-
0: wonder why, yeah, maybe it was the animal abuse, <laughs> <laughs> the nasty attitude,
3: Mickey. Anyway, yeah, the public was not really in favor of that.
1: Um, as production costs continued to rise, though, Roy informed Walt that the short could never earn such a large sum back on its own. So Walt decided to include it in a feature-length film of multiple segments set to uh, classical music with Stokowski and Deems Taylor, who's our narrator, as collaborators. Storywriters Dick Humor and Joe Grant sat down with Stokowski and Taylor and listened to over a 100 recordings, making selections and collecting ideas for possible interpretations within just three weeks. That sounds
3: the- like... Oh, that sounds so boring, listening to hundreds of songs. We
1: listened to eight.
3: And I wanted to kill myself. We listened to
1: eight with no animation.
3: I know. They listened
1: to 103 weeks. Walt himself didn't put much input into selections because, as he would say himself, he didn't really uh, take to classical music and he didn't really like it all that much until he started seeing it put together with animation and it started to click in his head as well. Yeah. So he figured, I can make a whole film out of this for people like me, who when they hear classical music, they fall asleep and they find it boring. But if I kind of stimulate their imag- stimulate their imagination with animation, maybe it'll entice something out of them too. It didn't
3: work that well, but okay. Mm-mm. yeah, like I love the idea at least. I love the idea about it of like Fantasia, but it just didn't work. Like I feel like usually you have a film and then you add music and in- to it, mm-hmm. but this you started with music and then added the like film yeah. to it, and I like that idea, but it just didn't work.
1: Well, Walt was going to treat this like a big experiment. He knew that he wanted more than just a traditional movie theater setting. So he came up with the idea of when you're viewing this movie, he wanted it to feel more like you're in a concert hall. Mm -hmm. So you feel the orchestra, you feel everything that's going on, and it just doesn't sound like you're looking at a screen. Um, He knew to do that, he came up with the idea Mm -hmm. called Fantasound. Um, the idea being to create the illusion that there's an actual symphony in the audience with you so the way it would work is that there would be three speakers up front one in the center one on the left my (laughs) left is over here and one on the right and then one in the back corners of the theater
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um it would use two sound channels um directed by somebody in a soundboard, so that he could bounce the sound to the different speakers depending on how the scene was yeah um for example uh, Night on Bald Mountain uh-huh. when the bell tolls. Uh-huh. That comes, if you were in one of these theaters during the road show they call it, it was when they put on these special presentations on this debut. Mm-hmm. The sound of the bell came from the back speakers. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like it was coming from in the distance behind you. Right. So when Chernobyl looks in the distance, you, you kind of also are like looking behind you to see yeah. what that noise is. It's a nice idea in theory, but there's one problem with it. Getting theaters to agree to this, getting trained professionals into all these theaters for this movie to operate the soundboard and correctly, you know, bounce the sound to different speakers, they weren't really interested in it. And it's other a lot of money, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time and effort. And for other movies to maybe to adapt this, you know, different yeah. technique as well, they weren't really interested either because then they would have to also, you know, train someone to basically bounce the sound around.
2: Yeah. Do you mean adopt? Because you said adapt.
1: Whatever. Adapt. Adopt. <laughs> adopt. What did I say? Adopt.
2: You said. For other movies to adapt this, oh. but I think you meant to it. I think you meant either to adapt to this or to adopt this.
1: Upon its release, it received uh, critical acclaim and even was viewed right from the beginning as a masterpiece, considered to be a landmark film in cinema history, receiving applause all throughout the film wow. as it was airing.
3: That's I don't amazing. understand. I don't either. It did so well.
1: Rotten Tomatoes has it at 95.
3: <laughs> what the hell? Metacritic
1: has it at 96. And Are you all
3: on drugs?
1: And it's often been referred to as the most ambitious animated feature to ever come out of the Disney Studios.
2: I mean, like, okay, fair. Ambitious does not mean successful.
1: See, I think <laughs> this movie... Um, I, it's impossible, but I feel like you had to watch this in 1940.
2: Yeah, to like... Because <laughs> really like, like, this it. must
1: have blown people away. I'm sure it did.
2: I'm sure it did.
1: Like, things like the sound coming from all areas of the theater, that must yeah. have... Been, I almost feel like that... Like, I I kind of think it was a little ahead of its time because mm-hmm. like, they just didn't have the ability. Like, now, that kind of stuff... I mean, they kind of do that now anyway. Yeah, like, they do. surround
3: sound. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
1: Like that, it's made perfect for. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, but, we even have like a category in the... Uh, Academy Awards for that, right? Isn't that sound mixing?
1: Yeah, basically. Bouncing yeah. it from yeah. Yeah, playing with music. Uh, yeah. sound.
2: Yeah.
1: Total budget of two point two eight million dollars, it would make seventy six point four million worldwide. Wow. So it covered its expense and some.
2: Wow. Dang. I'm sure
1: that made Roy very happy. I'm
2: sure
1: it did. Um to this day, it is still Disney's longest animated feature at 125 minutes, and it definitely feels like that I would say.
2: It's very long.
1: I was shocked when I saw. It. I was like, "No, there has to be something that's been longer than that." Not no. I think there's been a couple Pixar's that have gone over the two hour mark, especially recently. But Disney animation, they've not done anything really because this.
2: Dinosaurs are really fucking long movie.
1: There they've done (laughs) movies that aren't animation that longer, like Mary Poppins is longer than this. Yeah. Um, There are other ones too. I can't remember, but um, animation because and that's another thing too. This is considered animation, but there's it's kind of like one of those hybrids. Yeah, but I feel
2: like but so is Mary Poppins. So yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, but one hundred twenty five minutes and finally, and then we'll get into the actual movie. We like to do what where you can find it in the Disney parks, right? Fantasia is actually in a Everywhere. lot I don't think I ever really realized it. Like I'm gonna leave stuff out and you're probably gonna be like, oh, you forgot this, but you forgot this, that. I that. Yeah. Um, the Sorcerer's Hat, mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios it for used years. To be,
3: yeah, yeah. It was the icon the park icon. Yeah. Right
1: in front of the Chinese theater. Yep. Um, also in Disney World you've got uh, Fantasia Gardens, the one of the mini park uh mini park. One mini of the mini golf, golf. golf. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sorcerer Mickey and the flood scene from the Sorcerer's Apprentice, that shows up in uh Phantasmic. Mm-hmm. Great movie ride. Well, uh, that's not there anymore. But it, yeah. it would neither is the right Sorcerer's right. Hat. But yeah. uh, Philhar Magic, it's in there too. Yep. Um, funny enough, the in Fantasia, they had the idea they didn't do it. But in the theaters, they were also going to pump in smells for certain scenes, oh. which they end up doing in Philhar Magic yep. as well. So huh.
2: Yeah.
1: And then, oh, also whoop.
2: on the screen, you were talking yesterday about um, in the rooms. The what? The rooms, like the dis- the channel with like the schedule mm. for. The oh, my favorite thing. channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a the, lot of that uh, music is Fantasia. Fantasia. The
1: Disney World Today channels in the hotel room. That is
2: Hillary's favorite. There's so much, <laughs> so much of those
1: songs are from Fantasia. yeah. yeah. Um, and then finally, in the Contemporary Resort. They have the Fantasia shop yes. for merchandise, but they also have...
2: That's one of the best
0: gifts, gift shops in You find so much All stuff there, yeah, yeah, I know. Michael likes that one. Yeah, yeah a lot Wait, of pins where? you yeah, find
3: like Contemporary? Contemporary,
1: oh, okay. yeah. And they also have a uh, bronze statue, I think it's in like the lobby area, of the famous handshake between Mickey Mouse and Sikowski Yeah. there as well.
3: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: Fantasia, released on November 13th, 1940, rated TVG, with a runtime on Disney Plus of two hours, six minutes, and 51 seconds. Damn. Okay. Disclaimer message right off the bat yeah. about negative depictions and or mistreatments of people or cultures.
2: I missed that when we put it on. Well, they won't let you pause it.
1: No, you can't pause yeah. it. Yeah. Because every time I'm like, oh, I need to write this down, mm-hmm. and it goes away. So it's I tend end fast. up screenshotting it. But yeah, they yeah. only put it up there for seven seconds. And mm-hmm. I have to say, on first viewing... I had no idea what they were referring to. On second viewing...
2: With me? Yes,
1: I didn't know what they were referring and then to. And Even
2: I pointed stuff out to you last night. Yeah. And you were like, oh.
1: Which I guess
3: that's a good thing that I didn't notice. I don't,
1: Or maybe that's a bad thing. I don't know.
3: Maybe it's an ignorant
1: thing? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I saw the message in the beginning and I was like, oh, I got to keep my eye open for whatever it is. And then I got to the end and I was like, I don't know what they were talking about.
0: Yeah. Well, almost immediately, like a couple minutes in, I was like, mmm. Yeah. I feel like... I understand, even though I couldn't read the whole thing, it went too fast, it was only up there for seven seconds, I'm a slow reader, but I feel like this is probably what they were talking about, <laughs> yeah. like, are one of the things.
1: Yep. Directed by, there's 12 different directors, so I'm not going to go through all of them, but story well, that's by That's rude. Di- <laughs> no, I don't have it up, you're going to make me read them all? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, fine. No, it's Hold okay, on. it's okay. No, I got we it, I got it, I got it. Are. Directed by Samuel Armstrong, James Alger, Bill Roberts, Paul Satterfield, Ben Sharpstein, David Han, Hamilton Lusk. Jim Hanley, Ford Beebe, T. He, T. He is his name, Norman Ferguson, and Wilfred Jackson. All 12 of them. There you go. There you go. Story by Dick Humor, I love that name, and Joe Grant, produced (laughs) by Walt Disney and Ben Sharpstein, starring Leopold Sikowski, our director, and Deems Taylor, our narrator slash master of ceremonies. We open up with an empty stage with a blue background. Uh, You got musicians beginning to enter and take their seats we never actually see their faces they're more like silhouettes mm-hmm. and like their shadows yeah, giant sometimes shadows sometimes you see their faces sometimes you can see their faces if it's like on deems taylor and like one of them is sitting there but yeah. like they don't make a point to show really no they you know. don't uh band members begin to tune their instruments and get ready to perform i believe there was only like two women in this whole band and they play the harps mm-hmm. so mm. but i was looking for them i didn't see more. just the two
2: well, we didn't see the flute players. I'm sure there were No, Logan. we did.
3: We did? I think there was a man. I think he was a man. Oh. Because
1: I remember when they were all leaving the stage. There's only inter-
3: one flute player? Oh, there... Yeah, they're, I remember seeing the flute player. Like, I specifically remember seeing a flute player and I feel was like a man.
2: Weird. I feel like it's just weird that there's one. Because usually you need a bunch.
1: Well, when they were... Right? Yeah. When, they, mean, were, when they were leaving for intermission i was like looking at everybody leaving and i only saw the two women they were the harp players
2: no yeah i know yeah but i'm just saying i don't know i always kind of got the impression that we weren't seeing the entire band or orchestra because yeah, it looked like it, it looked small. probably yeah
1: yeah last to arrive there
2: were more women they were just off the camera <laughs>
1: <laughs> well true too that's it last to arrive on stage is our master of ceremony deems taylor deems taylor was a music critic composer and promoter of classical music Walt and Sikowski would contact Deems after they heard him provide intermission commentary during radio broadcasts for the New York Philharmonic, mm. and both agreed that he would be the most suitable for the role. So they got him, and he agreed to do it. Okay. Deems welcomes the audience and lays the groundwork for what this film is going to be. It's the designs and stories uh, that music has inspired in the minds of a group of artists, the Walt Disney artists. Yep. Those designs and stories will be acomp- accompanied with the music that you hear. Uh, you also he also pre-classifies all the music tonight into three different groups: the kind that tells a definitive story, uh, the kind that has no specific plot but does paint a series of definitive pictures, and the kind that music exists simply for its own sake. The first one is that last one. Yep. And it's very obvious. First piece. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get through these first two as quick as possible because there's really not much to say.
3: Pretty sure. First is we'll my out. favorite.
1: No, really?
3: Mm -hmm. Because it's in a cracker, right? No. Oh, it's not? Okay. (laughs) See, let's skip. You don't even remember the first
0: part.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The first piece. uh, That was just
3: the orchestra then, right?
1: Well, it was uh, Toccata and Fugue. Yeah. It was the abstract one. That was just uh, the orchestra playing, and then it went to lines and different. Oh, yeah. yeah. That doesn't
3: like. What? Yeah, it was.
1: The first third of it is. Oh. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 With the and I said, oh, I like this part because it's soothing with the mountain thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it looks like the flutes are charging at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Toccata and fugue by Johann Sebastian Bach. Uh, he labels it the third kind, saying that even the title has no meaning beyond a description of the form of the music. Yeah. Uh, it's more of an abstract piece, which results, uh, which as a result, we see more or less abstract images. Um, mm. The first third is just the band playing mm-hmm. and their silhouettes and shadows are lit by different lights yeah. and like projects them to be like really big on the walls and it synchronizes with the music. Um, everybody knows this one though, right? Like you've heard this one before. It's kind of like the haunted house music that you hear. Yeah, That's like, what da- Michael said. Yeah. Yeah. That was like,
0: this is like that the horror movie sound. Yeah,
1: exactly. So after about like a third of the music is like the orchestra playing, it transitions to just a single, Cloudy colored screen
3: Yeah. with
1: uh, flickering lights on it shaped in the shape of the bows that like you would use for on a yep. violin. Yep. Um, they mimic the sound into movement. They're flying across the screen. Other instruments join in too. Like I think other pieces of the violin and the strings yeah. mm-hmm. come in as well. It reminded because...
3: me of like a baby sensory. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like baby Einstein. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, it was kind of like there were like some flutes in there
3: too. They
1: like yep. Oboes, oboes, and... clarinets. They're like little circular light patterns kind of gliding around yep uh different presentations of shapes and colors you get like mountain things oh excuse me you get like uh hills and like linear landscapes and like you're passing through them as they go up and down
3: yeah
1: um the only the only thing that i really kind of like made out and they kind of look like something to me is like the ending kind of look like uh you know like the ancient gods from hercules like they're setting up in the sky Mm -hmm.
2: mount olympus yeah
1: mount olympus right it yeah. kind of looked like that a little bit. It had like yeah. the big hills and like yeah. the clouds underneath it. It did. Um, yeah, and that's really it for the first one. It yeah, was just it was uh, boring. music accompanied by abstract music, uh, abstract images.
2: I mean, it definitely was like, like, I remember it from a kid. So, like, I've told everybody at this table this, but I'll just tell you guys, listeners. Like, my grandfather used to watch me when I was a kid. And so, his two favorite movies were Fantasia and Bambi. So, I've seen them probably more than any other film by disney in my entire life um those are the only two vhs's he owned I yeah guess. i guess so but like okay. he just was like really like he loved music and like he loved hunting and outside so he loved Mamby. but like so i've seen these like so many times and um this one's boring
1: yeah <laughs> i said to you if i can specifically you alex if i could get you through the first two or three then i think she'll be fine it's really those first two or three words. Yeah. Like, well, that's where
0: Yeah, Well, that's where I took the break the first time after like the first like 20-ish minutes or so. Yeah. And then I was like, the, then I, I was able to do a bigger chunk. I did like I, a little over an hour.
1: All I could picture in here is you like watching this and going, what the fuck is yeah. this? Uh,
0: Literally exactly. I said to Michael, I was like, can we shut it off and start again later? And he was like, it's been like seven minutes.
3: No. I, what kept me going, and I texted Vicky during it, I was like. I just wish I could watch Alex, like, in Alex's know. head as she's yeah. watching it, because it would
2: be so funny to me. The other thing I would like to point out is that I did actually suggest that we all watch this together. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it would have probably helped some people concentrate.
0: <laughs> but. Maybe we'll do
1: that going forward.
2: On the Maybe.
0: Topic. Alex the is, like, ones. sitting here with her head no, hanging. No, no, I have it up... To help jog my memory oh, oh, oh we oh, it to 2000, it, yeah. Maybe Fantasia 2000. We'll have maybe. To do yeah. I liked that up,
1: one but. so much better. I think that one will be easier.
2: Fantasia we 2000, when it came out, I feel like was not as popular. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't like it, but I think
3: it aged way better than... This. I can see that because this first Fantasia was like new technology and mm-hmm. like something that had never been done before. Yeah. yeah. So everyone was like blown, like their minds were blown. Yeah. And I guess it didn't happen.
1: Well, the short comes to an end. Um, we see a depiction of what looks like heavens with like light shining in as the conductor fades back in. I just want to point Aww. out, yeah, I think in this movie alone, there was like five different shorts that at one point depict heaven. Like they all yeah. end with heaven every They're single all really time. godly. Yeah, except one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except one that's science
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which is
3: outdated, but we'll
0: get
1: there. <laughs> any, uh, any other thoughts on this one before we move on?
3: No, it's funny to me, though, because I was like, oh, I like the first one. That's the Nutcracker, right? And because this one just... Yeah. Like, it, to me, it was just, like, an intro. Yeah, yeah. It, or it was, like, them, like, warming up still. Yeah. Like, it didn't mean anything to yeah,
1: me. Yeah, easily my least favorite one. Yeah. It, my least favorite one to, like, talk about. I mean, what are you talking yeah. about? It's just lines and yeah. flashes and... You want to know? You can watch it yourself. I mean, I don't know what else I can tell you. The, little, tell the
2: little bows marching in, you. and you're like, uh.
1: "We should all create the music like you just did there." <laughs> Dean Taylor returns back on stage to introduce our next piece. Uh, he says, "It's funny how wrong artists can be about their own work." He's talking. Hilarious. Yeah, you know, I got a good chuckle of that. He's talking about how Tchaikovsky felt. About his uh, Nutcracker Suite, which is our next song. Yeah. Um, it's probably his most famous piece. Uh, he detested it.
2: Really? really? Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I feel like that happens a lot with mm-hmm. a lot of artists. Like, I think it was, was it um, Van Gogh? He, like, hated all of his work. And, like, a lot of it has not seen the light of day. Because he just, like, hid it in this weird little attic in his place mm-hmm. like, like a lot of artists are like that oh, yeah wow. their they're own worst
3: critics yeah
1: it's interesting because you forget sometimes when you're watching these again that these movies were made during a certain time so like this is made in 1940 and deems taylor says now nobody really plays the nutcracker suite anymore yeah. and me and victoria were like well, that's not true but then we realized that was true in 1940 but over the years was it's it kind true of, in
2: 1940 i
1: think it was because you
2: said you'd get into it today
1: well no, this is me getting into oh. it. Doggy. <laughs> but like
2: <laughs> This is me. <laughs> well I'm just saying because like you you sounded like you had like concrete like oh yeah it was out of like, nobody no, liked it, it in 1940, he's, he's, and, you
1: know. He's right about that. Like, it, I don't know if I would say that nobody liked it in 1940, but it didn't, like, it's not as popular as it is today. It wasn't
2: part of the rockets in 1940.
1: <laughs> it wasn't part of the Rockettes, and so... it's now been kind of adapted as, like, Christmas music. That's part. what I said. Yeah. yeah. I
0: was like, isn't this a Christmas song? And I was like, it's the Nutcracker. And I was like, so, yeah. And <laughs> so but, yes. the, but
1: the, like, it's weird, because, like, I feel like that's been just the case for so long, but, like, mm-hmm. I guess in 1940, it wasn't right. part of Christmas music. Yeah. And Dean Saylor even points out there's no Nutcracker.
3: So yeah. just yeah. in the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when now I feel like we're reviewing music here, but when the guy composed this music, was it meant to be like a Christmas? I don't think song? so. Yeah. And then why do you name it the Nutcracker Suite?
1: I don't know. Ask okay. him. <laughs>
3: <it's, it's> <laughs> yeah. And he was, was he from America?
1: No. Was he from Russia? I think he was Russian. Yeah. yeah. Because
3: it's like a, the Nutcracker is a, as the ballet it's was, a, is a Russian ballet. Yeah. 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 So.
1: yeah. Well, anyway, we start really nice. out yeah. we start out with the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, which is um, the one that's like the soft bells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one
3: I love Christmas. That's <laughs> my favorite one. It's there. not even yeah, see that's what's so funny. It's not even meant to be Christmas. Yeah. And like even these animations well, you know, are I, Christmas. You know what
1: I associate with? That that M and M's commercial with Santa?
3: <laughs> and they're uh, creeping
1: around. That's yeah. the song that's playing during that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as dawn breaks over a meadow, tiny fairies sprinkle pixie dust dro- uh, drops on the flowers and mushrooms from below. Uh, up below, they all light up, and they also light up a whole spider web.
2: Yeah, um, well, it's really dew. Oh,
1: well, that's not a spider web.
2: Well, no, it is, the but dudes. they're putting dew
1: on oh, everything. Oh, I thought it was like pixie dust that they were... Well,
2: it, kind of, it is, but it's like supposed to be like in the morning there's
3: dew on everything. Oh. And, they, like, sure. and then all the bugs get stuck together. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: okay, well, I just thought it was nice that they brightened up that spider's home. Yeah. <laughs> they did it mean, nice yeah. and pretty for him. Um, yeah. This goes on for a little bit. Um, eventually, the fairies, they all crash into each other. And that's like the transition into the next dance, which is the dancing mushrooms. So
0: which... I just have to say yeah. that that's what I
2: was like. Ugh. Yeah. So, you know, what's weird about that? And like, OK, so like even as a kid, I remember like understanding what that was representing, which like, I guess is really, oh. Funny, right? Oh, you did you not? I didn't realize.
3: Well, I'm well do you know, know what part, it is now?
2: So... Like, do you do you know what it is?
3: Yeah. I like I remember the scene. they Asian mushrooms. They're. Oh, yeah. There's
2: there. OK, so it's supposed to be like the the cap is supposed to mimic like the chinese hat like the you know hats. yeah the oh. and like the the little marks on them are supposed to represent like their eyes their eyes and then they like they're just
3: be mushrooms well chased. i know and
2: then the like little lump like their hands and they're bowing and it's like really kind of stereotypical. the dance um. that, the dance
1: that they're performing is called the chinese dance yeah
2: oh it is yeah so but like but it's just interesting how like even like in the 90s as a kid like i understood that stereotype and i understood like what that was supposed to be representing and it's not cool
3: but okay yeah. even in 2020 when hillary's 30 years old she doesn't understand <laughs> what it represents. but i guess that's a good i don't know is it a good thing well, that's what we were trying to no, figure out because on I'm first
1: viewing i didn't realize what was going on either and ignorant, then i
3: don't know yeah. well, i feel
0: like a lot of these things like since we know they're so old at least is mindset my, my mindset i try to like take them for what they were at the time and mm-hmm. like that doesn't make it right no but like instead of just being like focusing on all the like yeah they shouldn't have done that but like at the time like were different well, you that's know kind mm. of,
1: that's kind of the whole motto that they have with how they censor on disney plus yeah. because they could just outright take it out like mm-hmm. other streaming services do that but they kind of they kind of just say like at the time Which nobody batted it's... an eye but we recognize all these years later how it's not okay mm-hmm. and rather than just censoring it yeah we'll just show it and acknowledge
0: history. that this is that
1: wrong. this is wrong to uh sum up this one um the mushrooms are all led by one tiny little mushroom who marches in between them and they they do this dance. Um, song ends with all the mushrooms in a circle uh, bowing to the little tiny mushroom in the center as it fades out. and that's really all that we need to say about that one. The next scene is the dance of the reed flutes. It is a multicolored blossoms are seen floating. And uh, spinning around in the water as more continue to fall and fall. Kind of reminds me of Rivers of Light.
3: Oh, yeah. The way the pads are for the little... Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Eventually, the blossoms, they all flip upside down. And they now take the shape of ballerinas. Their petals taking the shapes of the dresses. And they spin in circles with each other. Uh, They spin so much that they end up spinning their way all the way to the edge of, like, a waterfall. And they fall over the waterfall. And that transitions to the next part. Uh, bubbles start fading up and we are blup, 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 blup. exactly and we are underwater in the deep sea where we find a school of goldfish every time the goldfish um what they're you aware... to say about
3: the goldfish Vicky? so like i
2: <laughs> no, it's it's just because well alex has it on her phone and i'm also laughing because i said to dan i was like watching it last night and i'm like because I remember it, you know, and I remember liking it because it was, like, sparkly and, like, whatever. But I'm like, is this, like, racially insensitive in some way? Because it kind of feels like it it is, but I couldn't figure out why. And then he explained it and I was like, oh.
1: They're doing something called the Arabian Dance. Uh
3: Um,
1: It's kind of like, um, I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but, like, almost like uh, Arabian like belly dancers. Kind is it of is it
2: actually that though? Like, is it? Do, like? Do you know that? That's what it's supposed to be. That's that
1: was my interpretation of what. So you didn't were doing. look
2: up what the Arabian dance is.
1: No, I did not. Okay,
2: do that. let's do that now. So, so I think that the consensus is that the entire ballet is racist <gasps> because like it's all of the like not just the Arabian one like the Chinese but like all of them kind the Russian of.
1: Russian dance. They're next. all
2: like culturally appropriating mm. that like nationality and ethnicity slash race you know what i mean don't say that i love the nutcracker well i'm sorry
1: well we get a bubble transition for the next one and we zoom in on one of the bubbles and it shows a bunch of flowers laying down uh lifeless together um that fast-paced part of the nutcracker that starts playing and the nutcrackers come to life and they start you see the nutcrackers. Country? I mean the flowers. Yeah, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> the, the nutcrackers. <laughs> the flowers come to life. They jump up and they start dancing together. This is what is known as the wild Russian dance. I think it's called. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> dancing together in a line, jumping up and down, um, almost like kick lining. Almost.
2: It's very recognizable because if you remember the game Just Dance, ah, love that with game. With the with the Rasputin song, yeah. like that's the ah. same. That Rasputin, mm-hmm. lover, lover of it. the Russian, Russian queen.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know that whole like. I yeah. remember looking into like Rasputin. Yeah, crazy story, right? He's mm. wild. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Rasputin
2: was was a was a interesting man. Yeah. Do you Anyways. know anything
3: about Rasputin? Oh god, no. it's wild. <laughs> you would
2: find him fun. I mean, You would find Russia's really. Russia's greatest
1: love machine. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, no, yeah. He, he, he really like, was. He used to like poison himself a little bit every day, so he would become immune to. Oh, Poison, yeah. and they kept trying to
3: kill him, and he and never he, and he, and he wouldn't fucking die. So then people he thought like he was like magic, yeah. and like everyone yeah. wanted to sleep with him. Yeah, oh wow, <laughs> he, he was like <laughs> sleeping with queens Whoa. all over the place. I mean, he was just, Look, allegedly, he was he never just, like, like a regular perfect. person, he wasn't like no, royal or anything. no,
2: he wasn't royal, but he became very close with the royal family of Russia at that time because with the queen. Which is why the rumors spread. I don't know how true it is if he slept with her. He did sleep with a lot of women, though, um, because he claimed that he could heal their son yeah, he who was sick. had um, hemophilia. Oh, God. Which is like your blood doesn't flow. No, clot. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what that and is. he they was just... the heir,
3: so they were like, yeah. And then whatever that he said to do it was like a lucky guess, but it was right, and then he was fine. Well, I right? mean, you can't cure it, but. He, but well, he didn't get, like, some, he did something, right? Yeah, where, it was, like, like,
2: probably, like, the kid probably got, like, a cut and it wouldn't bleed. And, like, there are ways to treat that mm-hmm. as it's happening. Like, symptomatically, you mm-hmm. can treat it. So that's what he did. Yeah, I yeah. feel like exactly. Yeah, so, but then he became, like, basically, like, the Jafar of the Russian court, you know? Oh, God. Or, like, <laughs> like... Yeah. Um... Uh-huh. Yeah, like, and, yeah, he, he uh, anyway, we're getting off topic yeah. here, sorry. I just love Rasputin's story. Right? I know, so me wild. too. I find it so interesting.
1: <laughs> we're almost through this one, so let's sorry. get through.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the dance, yeah. that it's easily recognizable only because, like, if you played Just Dance, you would know that the moves are the same. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, the final segment, thank God, is the Waltz of the Flowers. Um, we see autumn fairies touching all the flowers, turning them gold yep. and uh, brown. I think brown too, uh, just as they do. Um, the frost fairies then arrive no, ap- love them. after the flowers hit the ground.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then they arrive with winter, and they turn the same flowers and everything around them icy yep. and like jewel like.
0: And then they go ice skating.
1: Yeah. And then they go ice skating on the I- Yeah, on the ice below, and that's the end of that one. Sakowski fades back on screen to wrap yeah. up the song and we're done with that one. No,
3: we're done with
1: the
2: nutcracker. <laughs> the very racist the very apparently racist nutcracker. I well. know, that
3: was my favorite one now. You know what it is? I think that I just am very nostalgic with the yeah. music because it's like has such uh like tie to ballet and stuff yeah. nowadays. And well,
2: you know what? you I... can still love it and just recognize it for what it is. Yeah.
3: You know, you know
1: why I didn't like this one? Because this Fantasia film, it's already eight different songs and animations in one film yeah and then this one is like a, a short broken up into like six different mini shorts uh-huh. so it makes it feel longer and longer because it's not just one story throughout it just feels like it feels like they snuck in six more shorts
0: yeah
1: just to make it like 14 in total yeah i
2: know
0: this is my favorite one Oh, it's probably everyone's favorite one
2: nope,
1: nope. it's mine Never. not hers wait that. which one's the next one Sorcerer's Apprentice
3: that's, Oh yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. next yep oh good yeah next. this makes sense to be everyone's favorite it's, it's probably not me- my favorite it's probably not ours this was the but... only one
0: I could really understand what the fuck was going on cause it was Mickey <laughs> yeah. cause you knew Mickey but one part I'll get to it uh, I'll just save it
1: well, it's the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, Deems comes back on stage, and he even mentions that for this one, it's the only one where the story came first, and then the music paired with it came after, which yeah, is true.
0: Because probably why I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> probably.
1: Animation for this one began in nineteen thirty-eight. Uh, the composition for it is not the Philadelphia Orchestra that we hear mm-hmm. uh, in Fantasia. Instead, it's um, it's a hundred. Handpicked picked orchestra in Los Angeles recorded specifically for this short. Oh, wow. hmm. It's also worth noting the that originally the role of the Sorcerer's Apprentice was not intended to be Mickey Mouse. Does anyone know who it was? Another animated Disney Donald? character? Donald? Nope. I was
3: going to say that. I don't know who else. Who because else has been a... introduced by now? Mortimer
1: Mouse? No. Dopey.
3: Oh, well, I, I actually really knew that. You, you I mentioned did know this that. once before.
1: Yeah, yeah they, they went back to Mickey, though. Uh, Dopey had gotten really popular from yeah. Snow, White Snow White because yeah. of his, uh, you know. Don't but, yeah, they ultimately went back to Mickey because, as we mentioned before, Mickey's popularity was declining at yes. the time, so they really wanted to boost him back up.
3: Okay. Uh, did it but, work?
1: Yeah, it did. I mean, they, they kept a lot of Dopey's traits in the short, even though it's Mickey, like the rolling up the sleeves, the sleeves mm-hmm. being too long, that is like in uh, yeah. Snow White and his like playful attitude this is kind of like the first time that Mickey is like kind of like uh, happy-go-lucky mm-hmm. and yeah. playful that's why as well
3: I'll stick up his whoop yep. <laughs> yeah like he's not a bully I feel like he's just like an cool. asshole mm-hmm. yeah uh, irresponsible yeah <laughs> <laughs> a jerk a thief
1: wow, that was like really
2: funny <laughs> yeah he geez. gave the hat back. We, because he had to.
1: We open up the short with the uh, the sorcerer conjuring a spell with a skull. Uh, the sorcerer, his name is Yen Sid. Anyone know why? Because
3: it's Disney, Disney backwards. That's right.
1: In fact, animators, uh, they secretly modeled Yen Sid directly after Walt. Oh.
3: And the biggest
1: giveaway for them, at least, um, was the raised eyebrow look that mm-hmm. he gives Mickey. That's something apparently that Walt would do a lot of the time. Oh, okay. So it was a dead giveaway. Mickey Mouse, as the apprentice, then appears, carrying two buckets of water up the stairs. He watches on as Yen Sid uh, conjures spells before finally... Um, he he kind of conjures one that kind of looks like Chernabog a little bit. Yeah. And then he turns that into a butterfly. And then Yen Wait, s-
3: Do we know who Chernabog is yet? From anything else besides this film? No. Okay, just yeah. wondering.
1: No, he's brand new for us. Okay. Um, Yensit eventually uh, has enough for the night. He rests his sorcerer's hat on the table, and he turns in going up the stairs to go to bed for the night. When he leaves, Mickey sees the hat on the table, and, and he's he, like, Ooh. he decides to put it on, because, uh, pretending to be the sorcerer.
0: Except
2: not really, because whatever. Well, does the
1: power come from the hat?
2: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I don't think so. I think that, no, because the sorcerer has power later without the hat.
0: Like you give
2: that them a I think what it is is that the sorcerer has power but the hat harnesses said power and Mickey is the apprentice, therefore, has power inherently, but doesn't know how to harness it yet. So when he puts on the hat, oh. it helps him, but he he's a control fucking it. loser. Oh who shouldn't No, because he shouldn't be doing it yet. And so him. he doesn't know how to control it and therefore Stampede runs into issues. Mops and buckets.
1: This all stems from a lazy millennial not wanting to do work.
2: That is correct. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's just, you know, he, I mean, he's thinking smarter, not harder. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, that's good. But, like, you got to know your limits, bro.
1: Well, here's his thinking. He puts on the hat, and he sees a nearby broomstick. So he casts a spell on the broomstick, and two arms spout out, and they grab each one of the buckets. So Mickey guides the broomstick uh, to follow him up the stairs, where there's, like, a running fountain of water. Now, what is his chore exactly? Why does he have to... He's filling up
2: some tub. I don't know. Maybe the sorcerer wants to take a bath. I thought he went to He takes a
1: bath in that tub? I don't know. Oh, Okay. All right. Well, um, let's see. They, he marches up the stairs with the broomstick, and uh, the broomstick. Eventually, he picks up that he uh, dips the buckets into the water, filling them up, and then Mickey guides him back downstairs to show him where to dump the water.
0: Yep.
1: So Mickey's happy because he successfully taught the broomstick his chore, and Great. he feels that he can now relax. So he takes a seat in uh, I guess it's the sorcerer's like chair and desk. Yeah and as he's watching the broomstick go back and forth he sees that everything's going smoothly so he decided well i don't know if he decided but he eventually falls asleep um and then we see like his subconscious take over and like it goes up into the sky and we see that he's dreaming so mickey in his dream he's like standing on a mountainside and he's able to like redirect all the stars in the sky and kind of put them where he wants to put them and light them up.
2: Yeah, and then he crashed them all, and then they sprinkle down into the water.
1: Yeah, and then he controls the water as well too. He so didn't... he
2: ruined some lives.
1: He did. <laughs> but okay. I just
2: really hate Mickey, damn. <laughs> <laughs> At
1: least he kept it in the dream though. But he's <laughs> water's crashing up. He's he's controlling the water. He's controlling the skies, and it slowly starts to fade back into reality. Mm-hmm. And we see that this bucket has been put in the work. I don't know how long Mickey's been asleep, but the you whole... mean the broom. What the I the bucket, You said the bucket. Oh, uh, okay. uh, the bucket and the broom. They're putting it word. together. <laughs> but um, the the room is completely flooded now. The chair is moving yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And what eventually wakes Mickey up is that he falls into the water. Right. And he sees that his plan has gone horribly wrong. Uh, so he tra- Mickey tries to stop the broomstick. Um, who just like walks right through him? He just tramples him because mm-hmm. he's got a mission to do. So that's all he knows to do is that he must bring the buckets of water to the other one downstairs. Yeah, because Mickey wasn't explicit in his instructions. Well, how does Mickey?
3: <laughs> he didn't tell him when to stop.
1: Yep. How does Mickey stop him?
3: He fucking murders him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Specifically with, him
2: up with yeah, yeah, he... the hell?
1: this is like vicious. Like it's, it, like it's not seen, but like you can see you their really
2: shadows. It and it's like yeah. flashing he's red. Like, he's
0: die 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 and I'm like yo he chops this thing
1: into like a hundred pieces
0: yep
1: and that, that How doesn't was, work what
0: else was he supposed to do well karma got him yeah karma got him
1: from the hundred pieces of broken broomstick each uh, it like regenerates as another broomstick <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with one. two more buckets so I guess they were part of this as I well <laughs> um, I think that's great yeah so now there's like a hundred broomsticks. It
3: just goes
2: to show you that killing your problems does not solve them. It they, makes will more problems. Yeah. they will come back. They will come back because now you got a body to hide. Yeah. Murder it's... is not the answer. No, yeah. it's not.
1: <laughs> so the broomsticks all get in the line and they start marching back down to the. Uh, they are relentless. The well. They're like,
2: we are filling up this fucking bathtub. <laughs> Mickey,
1: Mickey tries to hold them back, but there's like a hundred of them. So they just break the door down yeah. and they just trample him going downstairs. Um, The water level keeps rising as they keep dumping more water in. They're actually, like, walking underwater with the buckets of water. And then they're
2: dumping the buckets full of water in the water. (laughs) It's very funny.
1: Uh, Mickey's trying his hardest. He, like, grabs a bucket. He's trying to, like, shovel it out. But it's, like, one versus a thousand at that point. Uh, There's a whirlpool that develops (laughs) that sucks up Mickey and uh, the sorcerer's spell book. and And then the
2: sorcerer comes down and he's like, God damn it. I left you alone for one fucking second. Can't yeah. even take a nap down here. Goddamn.
1: He returns to see what all the commotion is. He raises his hands high in the air. He becomes it?
2: Moses. What <laughs> it yeah.
1: The he Yeah. Uh, the music, when he raises his hands in the air, that's not familiar to anyone? <laughs> PhilharMagic.
0: Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. What are Mickey... you? Well, the whole thing reminded me of PhilharMagic. PhilharMagic. Yeah. Which is McDonald's. I mean, it's, it's and, in And the fireworks at Hollywood Studios. So. Yeah. I only saw it once.
1: But when he takes the stage yeah. back from Donald, same, same, music, yeah, it's same, the same music. thing,
0: basically.
1: The sorcerer clears the room of all the water, and he angry looks at Mickey with the raised eyebrow. This is the one that we were talking about with yeah. the animators. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey, embarrassed by his mistake, he, uh, whatever that face was that you showed us, <laughs> he sheepishly grabs the Take two buckets that of water. Teeth?
2: I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And he, uh, he slowly creeps out of the room. He, um, he,
2: like, hands him the broom. Yeah. And the like, like
3: Give me that. <laughs> like, Get, Get out, out of here. The you know?
1: short <laughs> hands with him just smacking him on the ass. Yeah. Sending him out of the room. And, he got a
3: yeah. dose of his own message. I was yeah. just going to say that.
1: That's so funny when it's you.
0: Fuck stuff. <laughs> yeah, bucks <out> always.
1: <laughs> so the screen fades to black and when it comes back up we see a silhouette of Stakowski and a silhouette of Mickey Mouse races up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mickey congratulates him on his performance and Stokowski congratulates Mickey on his accomplishment as well.
2: Which accomplishment is
1: that? Well, it's a little bit of subtlety here because what this kind of is, is like, because Walt is still the voice of Mickey at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like Walt oh. Sokowski
1: congratulating each other on their success.
2: Oh, okay. That's so cool. a
1: nice little moment there of the two of them basically acknowledging each other. you, Mickey. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like this one. I, I think I think oh, this one felt the most like... It felt like a silly symphony, but it also felt like the Mickey shorts as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So I agree.
0: You I
1: don't was like, like
2: the most I've never been a fan of The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I don't know why. There's just something about it that I just don't love.
1: Well, get ready because next is a... <laughs> is
3: it the dinosaur one? It's the rightest I brain. hate this so before, one. Before we, before, we get- even,
1: <laughs> before we even get to that, um, we actually start out with a blooper. we do yeah uh as deems taylor is announcing the next work oh yeah there's a sudden loud crash and the camera turns to like the chimes player
2: yeah and he's like struggling and it's falling oh that was on purpose (laughs) well so uh, when when it happened i was like there's no way that was on purpose why would they leave that in
1: (laughs) it it it, uh it's a legit blooper
2: yeah why'd Um, they leave it in
1: just as a uh-huh. Yeah, like this guy, uh, poor
2: guy is immortalized on tv is dropping the instrument they just
1: <laughs> thought it was funny and a nice comic relief and they just okay. left it in um i mean it, it
3: needed the humor yeah so it did you're right it
1: was omitted on the general release okay. of this film like to across the country yeah um but the road show which is the special where they had the special theaters yeah they left it in because yeah. they just thought it was you know the
3: poor guy
1: yeah they just Aww. thought it was kind of humorous. He's
3: known as the guy that the chimes. Yeah, like man.
1: Deems completely no sells it too. He just kind of like looks at it, and he's like, "Well, anyway, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna go to right to the right of spring." Um, this would actually end up being. It's like I
2: got fired at the end of the day. <laughs> but they kept it. in. Daddy, yeah. you. take
1: your chimes and get out <laughs> of We don't need you. Um, this ended up being kind of a controversial controversial one in like music circles at the time
2: oh uh-huh. you mean um, just music circles or the yeah. song this... Con-
1: it's controversial here it's like yeah.
2: that
1: because the original composition was by igor uh, stravinsky yeah um it was a series of tribal dances yes. when he did it uh-huh. but vi- disney visualized it as more of the story of growth of life yeah. on earth um in fact in fact so this <laughs>
2: This You're one's telling long? me
3: they listen to hundreds of songs and they pick this tribal one. Yeah. How about and this? you know what's
2: interesting? Um, I studied this one in music theory, okay. and I've seen the I've seen the performances of how it's actually supposed to be, and it actually is extremely different.
1: How about this? We get the edited version here. Yeah. This was originally longer. Yeah. Disney oh, visualized it past where it ends, and it goes into like the age of mammals. And the first humans. Mm
2: -hmm. So this could have been
1: longer than it turned out to be. And it
2: was already 22 minutes.
1: Yeah. Stravinsky was the only living composer at the time when Fantasia was made. Um, They contacted him about the rights to use this piece. And he offered instead to compose a completely new piece for Disney. Disney was not interested. (laughs) Um, Instead, they just had Stokowski reorchestrate his piece and reorganize it, which oh, Stravinsky did not- hated.
2: Of course, he did. And because- he hated
1: Fantasia as a result. Of yeah, and I don't blame feel like him. He butchered his work.
2: And all they had to do was just be like, "Yeah, could you compose something new? That would be wonderful."
3: That's you. That's like a I,
1: I, that blew me away because like you've got Stravinsky here saying, "I'll do something just for you," and Disney said, nah. No.
3: Well, I understand like what Disney was doing. They were trying to pick like yeah well known pieces, so they didn't want something new. At
1: that point, they probably decided this is what we want. Yeah, yeah, and but
3: they were. That was not smart. I
2: because mean, like, by that it ended point, up being fine because they made so much money, but I feel like, longevity wise, in terms of the the, the life of the film, it would have been better off to do it the other way mm-hmm. because it would have been unique and it would have been something that, you know, like it would have had a more of a legacy. I but
1: feel also, like. the way that they're doing this is that they, they sat down, they listened to all these pieces, mm-hmm. and the artists already have an image in their head of what they're going to do. Yeah. So, like, if Stravinsky does something brand new, I mean, mm-hmm.
2: So they they listen to a new piece of music. And and then they have to
1: start all over again, like, coming up with something.
3: Yeah, they probably already knew. I would have just been like, okay, fine, but this is, like, can you make a song that makes it about the story of the world? Yeah. Like, I don't know.
1: In this film containing all these shorts relating to, like, heaven and the afterlife, Deems says here that this is a reproduction of what science thinks went on for the first million years on this planet. Um, First
2: million years?
1: Yeah, the first million years. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. you're
2: right in the beginning, beginning.
1: Organisms underwater to marine creatures mm-hmm. to amphibians and then to dinosaurs. And let me tell you, Deems Taylor fucking hates dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, he and does. He goes on like He's a, like, they're...
1: He goes on like a rant. These
2: horrid little creatures, no bigger than the size of, like, evil chickens or
3: some yeah. shit. And I'm like, dang. He says, and he's like, some can fly and some can swim. Or, mm. no, he said that... He said something about, he's he like, said, the he, one's brave enough to come out from the water. Yeah. Or whatever
2: or ambitious enough,
3: enough. Yeah. yeah.
1: He says the word dinosaur comes from two Greek words, terrible lizard, and yes. they certainly were that. They came in all shapes and sizes from little crawling horrors <laughs> to hundred ton nightmares, and they were not very bright, having only... Pigeon-sized brains. Yeah, like brood. Like fuck you, pigeons. And then, <laughs> like, and then
2: his least favorite is the T Rex, because he was like,
1: among all the bullies and gangsters of the world, there was the T Rex, the meanest killer. Fuck you, T Rex, you piece of shit. You're going to die. No,
3: but
2: like, he literally was like sh- just shitting on everything, and I'm like, man, you you should be happy they did because they would come for you. Yeah. That's why he
1: said that. You knew they weren't going to do anything. Yeah.
2: <laughs> to, to you speak,
0: won't. You dead. won't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs>
1: The short opens up uh, far away, zoomed out on a galaxy. Uh, the camera slowly makes its way. So He's slowly. Zooming in more. So slowly. And more on the universe as we pass the sun. Is
2: this the one you have? Oh, yeah. yeah it is the one you have up. Did let's you see, watch this one?
1: Yeah. Let's see if we can review this before it's done playing on Alex's one there. Okay. Um, <laughs> it eventually gets to Earth. I did not realize this was Earth at first because it was all like. I thought it was Mars. I was like, why are we starting to get Mars? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's Earth. Early Earth. Uh, the planet is filled with nothing but volcanoes and so constantly lava. Eru- erupting with lava.
2: Which, like, and I got a beef with the lava. If anyone's ever seen live footage of lava, have you? Yeah. You? Yes? Everybody has. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The consistency of lava does not, it does not move that way. They took the way they animate water.
3: And, and then red. they made it
2: red to be lava. Lava is so much slower and it's like thicker and it's like, it doesn't move like water maybe does. Maybe have seen lava
3: in 1940. Well, I mm. feel like
2: if you're going to draw it, you should research it.
3: I agree. I mean, they bring in real animals. Yeah. Why animations. couldn't they go
2: travel to a volcano with lava? But
3: also maybe, you know, maybe they didn't have uh, the advanced technology. And they're like, let's just do exactly what you said. Use what we already have for water. I mean, Disney and... has never done that. <laughs> yeah. Reuse their uh, animation.
1: So we come across a giant volcano with lava spilling all over the sides. There's, like, rivers of lava flowing throughout the land everywhere. And eventually falls into the bodies of water and we get, like, this duel between, like, water and lava, like, yeah. battling for supremacy. Um, eventually, the water wins and rises up and begins to fill the volcano, submerging it in water. hmm Music fades out, and when it returns, we have a much more peaceful setting. In the water, we see a single we see single white cell amoebas yeah, starting to form. Down. From there, they develop into like small uh, marine life. They start sprouting like legs and arms. Um, yeah. Then
3: Little
1: they develop. Tadpoles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they develop into like solid fish-like.
0: Yeah. When you said tadpoles, that reminds me. I thought they were sperms. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That fish life then turns into, like, normal, regular-looking fish that we see today, including jellyfish. They grow bigger in size. It's constantly evolving. Yep. And eventually it'll evolve into, um, we see, like, sea monsters in the background and, like, Mm kind of like a turtle, almost-like, creature, which eventually makes its way onto land. its
3: head out of the
2: water. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be in here. They're trying to eat me.
1: Uh, More and more animals start to make it out of the water and onto land. And they start taking the appearance of dinosaurs. Yep. Up above the water, we see uh, Pterodactyls. Which
2: is the worst dinosaur ever, by the They're way. They're scary. They're scary. Do you know how big they are? They're Well, were. Were.
3: <laughs> they did. No, weren't they, like, enormous? They were
2: humongous. Yeah. and I Giant think, wings. Yeah, like, their wingspan is like... Whoosh! And they would have totally just, like, nabbed all of you.
1: They swoop down from the cliff uh, down to the water and attempt to catch fish. Uh, but one of them is pulled down into the water. Yeah. The, I wrote this down. The Tylosaurus. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. On land, everything is going well for the land dinosaurs. We see Triceratops, Stegosaurus, any land dinosaur, Mm-hmm. and they all, they all didn't live around no. the same time. Well, but that's okay. th- that was
2: my beef because, well, just yeah.
1: Keep... Well, okay.
3: Yeah, this is
2: very not historically no, accurate. No, not at all. even a little bit. And I mean, like, I know that like from the time this was made till now, we know so many more things about dinosaurs, yeah, like such as they feathers. had feathers, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, continue.
1: Just then, the tone of the music changed, and uh, all the land dinosaurs turned their attention to a noise in the distance. From behind the trees emerges a gigantic Tyrannosaurus Rex
2: with arms that are way too big for what it actually would have been. The arms would not have been that yeah, big. All have little arms,
3: arms. A big
2: head,
1: little arms. <laughs> all those dinosaurs were like, "Oh, that's not fair! He's got <laughs> arms!" <laughs> But yeah, it's the meanest killer, it's the an overgrown uh, chicken. The pigeon brain T Rex. Fuck you. Um, the music changes to panic as all the land dinosaurs run for their lives. They make
2: them all look like deer. Like the way they stop and they're like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: They all retreat to water except for a lone stegosaurus who's not which, very fast. Which
2: the stegosaurus, the amount of time between a stegosaurus and a T Rex is like from existing is longer than a T Rex and us existing. That's how far apart they are. So they weren't
0: alive at the same time. No, number. not even. So it's no. not realistic. No, it's not.
2: Not not even a little fucking bit. And I was so annoyed about it, because I'm like, wait a second. That is not even remotely
3: accurate.
1: This poor thing. He tried. Wait, was
3: this information even available, like, back in the 40s? I have no, no idea. Dinosaurs? Probably not. But I'm still going to shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: This poor thing. He put up a fight. He tried. But
3: he knew how the dinosaurs went extinct, right? Well, not then, no. actually. If you look it, we'll it up. we'll get because... to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like... This isn't no. What there were well,
2: there were there were rivaling theories, mm-hmm. and now we know oh, better. Okay. But
1: the T. Rex is fighting the Stegosaurus, and he he's like chomping down on his neck. Yeah, I was actually like really surprised, like how graphic, that they, it, how graphic was. it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the Stegosaurus tries to fend him off. He keeps whacking him with his tail that's got like spikes on it. <laughs> Um so,
0: pathetic, the whole thing. He's trying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually, though, the T-Rex is able to kill the Stegosaurus, and uh, he, he roars in victory as yep. he eats his prey, and it fades out.
2: Yeah. And all the other dinosaurs are like, all right, Dead. bye.
1: I can't believe he's got hands. He's on two legs. believe yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> uh, he's got hands. Next... <laughs> Uh, the next morning, I guess, uh, we see sunrise with an orange sky. And the land is...
2: I don't think it was the next morning. I think it's it was probably supposed not. to you're show
1: probably that right.
3: time had elapsed. That's a
1: quick development, I guess you're right. <laughs> 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 Damn, shit moves crazy back then. <laughs> Uh, but the land...
3: It's another day. Yeah. The
1: land is uh, completely desert-like. Um, it appears there's no more plant life. There's mm. no water. Mm. Uh, all the dinosaurs are marching along, the searching poor for food Triceratops or Triceratops
3: was drinking mud. I know. He, it was like... It, no, it wasn't even mud. It was I, just like, was just a like dry stop. dirt. Yeah. yeah. It was like, there's nothing there, bro. <laughs> like, the guy before you tried, why are you trying I know, now? i so sad.
1: They keep getting stuck in the mud, and with no energy left, they just collapse into the ground under the heat. Um, fast forward a little bit, and we see that the dinosaurs have all turned to skeletons Mm -hmm. in the sand. Um, and then the ground begins to shake, and a massive earthquake takes place, splitting the land apart with mountains crashing into each other, and then a rising tide of water. Where were you? Mm -hmm. Where did all this water come from? Yeah, like, the dinosaurs
3: Um, could have used you a while ago.
1: but now let's drown their bodies now. Um, (laughs) it begins to fill in the empty lower lands, uh, between the terrains that have risen up. Uh, the sun sets on Earth, and we see a planet primarily covered in water now.
2: Yep. And there thinking... you go. It wasn't
1: a comet. It wasn't a meteor that killed the dinosaurs. Hmm. It was immense heat with no plant life or water. that I mean, these dumb little small pea brain dinosaurs just died yeah. because they couldn't take the heat. But you it go wo- to hell and it moved, you die.
3: It was that thing that moved the, the tectonic plates. Yeah. 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 I was so wondering. Was... I'm like, is this why they think that like they find dinosaur fossils underground because like they got eaten? Yeah, and by fell the into earth... the earthquake. Probably, but it, it's
1: like interesting. But then like, also,
3: what happens all the the fish?
1: Yeah, but it, it's like interesting. Like we were just talking about it because like I kept waiting for like a meteor because like me too today. That's we just know. if you ask anyone, how did the dinosaurs die? They'd say a meteor or a comet crashed into the earth, killing. It was them. an
2: asteroid. Fun it was fact. an asteroid. Yeah, okay. and they're they are different. And also, um, the asteroid. Landed, it was, it, they think it was about the size of Mount Everest, and it landed in the Gulf of Mexico, like, right off the coast in the Gulf of Mexico, and it has a name, I forget now, um, but yeah, so that's what happened. And then and there's a huge orbiter. crater. It was Pangea, too, so yes. it didn't make, yeah. It, that's, is that what you were thinking of, Pangea? Yeah.
1: But, um... No yeah i wasn't crazy about this one 20 22 minutes is way i know too long. also like office episodes of 22 episodes the, uh, 22 minutes long yeah, this is yeah. way too long.
3: 22 minutes of funny yeah yep. this is yeah, way the, too. the long. colors of this animation too to me was like so dry yeah. it was just yeah. like reds yellows and browns and yep. i was like i was over it yep, yep. yeah i this is
2: my least favorite one yeah,
3: i think actually.
1: we're all in agreement actually on
3: that yeah um the composer could say the same thing Yep. And also like I know that it was like not
2: I know it's not accurate to how we now know things happen but like it's just Even, even if it, it was, good,
1: was. yeah Too long. Yeah, Way too long. I don't know, I And uh, like too long and like it didn't need to be as long as it did. Yeah. There's a lot of parts where it just feels dragged out. Yeah. I mean that's this whole film. And to but, like, know
2: the... that it was longer and that yeah. they cut it. And, oh, it? And, and, God. and they butchered it and just like totally Could you imagine if this thing like, went a
1: full half hour? I would die. I don't think I would have made you guys watch it. Who
2: would skip this I would have
1: been like you skip it.
2: Out, and then like I didn't even watch it. <laughs> no, I watched this
1: one. <laughs> and then speaking of like time, so I got faked out because I was so happy that Dean Saylor, he comes back and he says we're gonna take, take a, 15- a fifteen minute
2: intermission. Show. I know, I thought it was gonna be fifteen minutes of nothing. <laughs> I looked at the,
1: I looked at how much time was left. And I saw an hour, and I was like, okay, so like I'm... Disney Plus always does like ten minutes of credits. So ten minutes right there, fifteen minutes with this intermission. There's only like a half hour left. 10 seconds and they come right back well, up
3: i didn't think that i actually i wasn't thinking that at oh, all. but i, I was it. like wait are they actually going to make us sit here for like 15 minutes like how are they going to do an intermission on a movie i was like yeah. oh damn because when they filmed this did they film this in front of a like the orchestra and stuff Did they film it in front of a, like a live audience no so then why the hell do they keep that in there? because because well,
2: most, well, most pieces of music do, like like yeah. Concerts like that do have an intermission. Well, yeah. this is,
3: I guess and also did they have an intermission when they played it in films? They in did. The yeah. Yeah. This is actually
1: the only Disney film that has an intermission. Yeah. Is this movie. After the intermission, the orchestra starts to make their way back onto the stage. Um band members they start improvising and they play like a little like impromptu like jam session. Yeah,
2: and my question was was this planned? So, because it seems like is. the lighting was it was planned. It is yeah. planned. Because it, they they seem too quick with those lights. It was <laughs> planned
1: specifically for like these type of performances that they were showing in, like, the road show mm-hmm. uh, theaters. Um, they would give you the intermission in the theater. And it was, like, it, it was kind of like an impromptu, like, secret session. So when you were coming back to your seat, if you got there early, mm-hmm. um, and you're sitting in your seat waiting for it to start up with the second act, you were treated to, like, this little secret jam session where if you were still out in the lobby or whatever, you didn't... You missed it. You missed it, yeah. So it was kind of rewarding.
2: Yeah. Um, How dare you have to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs>
1: You even see like towards the end, like one of the bass players like taps the other one on the shoulder, like Deems is back on stage. Shut up, shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after the jam session, Deems introduces a special guest for the audience. It's um it's a soundtrack. Here we see a single wavelength vertical line shift its way to the center of the screen. Uh, from there, Deems introduces a bunch of different uh, he instruments. Was cute. It was like who did he remind you of?
2: He reminded me of Face
1: <laughs> from Nickelodeon. Hi there,
2: Face here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Face is coming back. I think really, oh. I loved Face. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but he he <laughs> introduces a bunch of different instruments that the um the the soundtrack makes like a wavelength representing each one. He does the harp, violin, trumpet, mm-hmm. drums, a lot of them. Um, to show you like what they look like visually, I guess you would say visual representation of the instrument. Yeah, and then we go to the next one, which is the Pastoral Symphony by Beethoven. Uh, when Beethoven composed it, I'm it sorry, re- I,
2: it kind of reminded me also of like, um, you, have you you've heard of synesthesia? Yeah. No. Have either of you heard of mm-hmm. it? Yes. Yeah, synesthesia is when you have like. Um, like if you hear a name or like a sound, you like picture like a color or mm-hmm. a pattern or uh, something okay. or like a smell or a yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what it reminds me of.
1: Uh, when Beethoven composed uh, the Pastoral Symphony it represented a day in the countryside from his home. Disney, however, expanded past the countryside to Mount Olympus and the Greek gods. So I
3: like this one. I, yeah, I like, I like, I like this, this one too. God
0: stuff, I so. do have a couple beefs with it, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. Is it about it not being realistic? No.
1: <laughs> we open up on a peaceful mountain with the sunrise, just like every one of these opens. Yeah. Uh, tiny unicorns are running through the meadow. <laughs> tiny
0: unicorns! I love like, that part. The tiny How else unicorns are so <laughs> funny. Like, yeah. like my, my little, little ponies. ponies. Yeah, yeah. They, were so cute.
3: <laughs>
1: they find uh, young fawns playing their horns, frolicking around. Mm-hmm. Um the tiny unicorns join in with them. Uh, above them we see adult pegasus flying around with their little pegasi. Baby Pegasus. is his name. Well, what are they called then?
2: I don't know. Oh, uh, didn't he tell us?
1: Yeah, I was in the oh, side. Um, okay.
2: Hold on, I'll look it up. A mythical winged divine horse. Well,
1: I have it all through my notes as Pegasus, so that's what I'm going to use. Oh, he
2: has a sibling. Hmm. Their name is Creosaur.
1: A mom of Pegasus <laughs> teaches her little one how to pop, uh, properly fly. We go to nighttime now and we see adult female centaurs bathing in uh, the river. They are topless. (laughs) Well, some of them have
2: like flowers and shit, you know. Mm -hmm. But
1: they're also nippleless. They are nippleless. Very tasteful. Very, very well done, Disney. Um,
2: (laughs) No later. Reproductive organs.
1: (laughs) They, they have. uh, I don't know what they call it. Like little Cupids flying around.
2: I no, they're cherubs. Cherubs. Right? Yeah, they're cherubs. Right? They're
1: Cupids. Okay. A couple baby. Cherubs, they spot like a herd of male
2: centaurs. (laughs) And And
1: they are like roaming free their best life. (laughs) It's just a herd of men just like looking for women, just like running through. Girls, where are the
2: girls?
1: (laughs) The cherubs take this opportunity to uh, like further apply makeup and dress up the female centaurs. Um, One of them has like two birds on her head.
2: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it turns
1: them around to give them the butt. Like that's more enticing to a man, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, the cherubs end up bringing the two genders together in kind of a weird spot here. Um, they, they like, re- Oh, we're actually, it's actually up here right now. Uh, yeah, they like fine. replay the same animation yeah, twice right in a row. Uh, it's literally the same animation of a centaur, like walking down the stairs. Yeah. It
2: was, it was the was one that before an accident?
1: That? I don't know, but they just repeated it twice.
2: Yeah. It was weird. Yeah.
1: Um, the male suitors start to pair off with female centaurs matching by uh color because this is 1940 and there's no such thing as interracial marriage. Uh, no, there was like the... one.
2: There was like one couple that was like one was red and one was yellow, I think
1: it's close enough. <laughs> so uh, they made orange. All...
2: <laughs> <laughs> the men don't have nipples, which I think is weird because they're not yeah. used for anything. So what's the point? I all... mean, in real life
0: men don't need nipples. I know, but like they have, they useless have them. nipples and they shouldn't have them. It's a they're blessed with nipples and they shouldn't get to just to enjoy them because they don't do anything. Okay. No offense.
1: Don't look at me. I wish, got I, I wish my nipples had use. All the couples uh, lovingly spend time with each other. They're on swings together. They're feeding each other. They're sitting by the river. There is one lone blue male centaur that the cupids have died. And uh, they're like, that, oh
2: no. Yeah,
1: they yeah. noticed him.
2: He's so sad. There he is. <laughs>
1: they look in the other direction and there's a female blue centaur who also has no... Well,
2: man. I'm sorry, but Darwinism a little bit, okay? Because like y'all are the only two left. Yeah. Are you telling me you didn't see each other? These I These centaurs,
1: Need to have their hands held to match up with Literally. each other. Literally.
2: Yeah. And, like, I get it because, like, you know, what if you. what? Maybe they just didn't like each other. Maybe they just were, like, not feeling it, and that's fine. Well,
1: the cherubs aren't having it. Because <laughs> they matched these two up. They introduced them to each other. They played
2: their little creepy flutes.
1: They seemed happy. Whoop whoop whoop. They seemed happy to find each other.
2: Yeah, because they played the flutes that hypnotized them, and now they're a good match.
1: So they. they yeah,
2: they made them fall in love.
1: Yeah. So they, uh, <laughs> they, they grab each other's arm and they walk off to, like, a, uh, Gazebo of some kind.
2: He's getting some.
1: Hey, don't look over here. <laughs> Do
2: not weird,
1: disturb. Weird no. stuff's about to go on over here.
2: Some butt stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, the cherubs draw the curtain to give them some privacy, and we, the audience, are treated to the lovely scene of a Cupid's uh, a of chirp. a cherub's butt taking the shape of a heart. Yeah. Aw,
2: <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> romantic.
1: Yeah.
0: But he's a
2: little pervert peeking yeah. through the curtain. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Fade up, and now all the centaurs are working. Uh, carrying grapes to like a giant bucket. Yep. Inside the bucket, the fawns are prancing around while playing their flutes, mashing the grapes to make wine. Someone say, Wine?
2: I am Bacchus, god of <laughs> wine,
3: and I am Bacchus's friend! <laughs> what?
1: He is the Roman god of parties and wine, and can't you tell? Because he is already <laughs> <laughs> Roman threatenedly... god of
3: parties and wine. Of course they did, are you? Why kidding? did they not teach about this, this in school? Because I don't want you to think it was fun.
1: This man wow. is incredibly <laughs> intoxicated. He,
2: look, he looks like Tweedledee and Tweedledum to He me. does.
1: His donkey that he rides in on is, is also incredibly... Unicorn. It's it, a
2: unicorn donkey. It's
1: a unicorn donkey who is also incredibly intoxicated. That's
2: Bacchus's friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, the fawns have to like literally drag him up uh, the stairs I to his know. throne.
2: <laughs> no, but okay, wait, we were going to talk about this.
1: Yeah. So was he let in by? He's him.
2: let in. Did you guys notice? No. Can we, can we, okay, wait, he's going to come up. I want you guys to watch this because it's, it's kind of fucked up. (laughs) Look at the girls he's got with him. Oh, yes, there were zebras.
3: But they're black and they're fucking depicted as zebras. I thought, yeah, I thought that too because I was like, zebras, so we know that centaurs are half horse, half people. Yes. Zebras are not related to horses. They're more so related to... Dress. Uh, oh, and also, now that I'm seeing this, I had so many thoughts in my head. The donkey me of Pinocchio. Remind yeah, me of Pinocchio. Yeah, I wanted to say that. Yep. But it just like is so fucked up. Like,
2: why are they zebras. the why are the zebras the black ones? Like, that what is, the fuck? That is British kinda British kinda for zebras. Zebras. I actually folk. I like to say zebra. Oh god, I hate saying zebra. I love so. zebra. Oh.
1: The fawns uh, drag Bacchus onto his throne, which ends up sliding down uh, and crashing into a tree. The centaurs all dance around and party with Bacchus. So they're partying, they're having a good time dancing with Bacchus, and Bacchus takes this as an invitation to just openly chase the female centaurs yeah, around. Yeah, he's,
2: he's looking for something. He's, he's a creeper. He's
1: got his arms out like, gimme, 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 gimme. Like, yeah, and, them and they
2: start dicking around with him like they're mean.
1: Yeah, well, eventually he settles on his own uh, donkey and he plants a big old smooch on him. I don't think
2: he realizes that's what's going on. That's probably too drunk. Yeah, beer goggles, um, you know. The happy
1: celebra- the celebratory music comes to a sudden stop as everyone looks up to see a giant storm cloud heading their way. And uh, through the through the dark clouds, <laughs> Zeus like pokes his big old fat giant <laughs> head through, and he's like, "Who's he's getting like,
2: raped today?" He's like,
1: "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs>
2: Sorry, Mal <I'm Al-Kai>. guy.
1: <laughs> um, so, uh, Zeus here is kind of a psychopath.
2: Zeus is always a psychopath. Yeah,
1: yeah he, Zeus is
2: a dick.
1: He he sees everyone partying, having a good time. And he decides now's the perfect opportunity to start hurling thunderbolts at them. Specifically at Bacchus. Only Bacchus. (laughs) Fuck
3: Bacchus. (laughs) Uh,
1: Everyone disperses. This is an unlawful gathering. They run for cover, and giant gusts of wind. It's a raid during the
3: prohibition. Well, it was like he kissed the donkey, and he was like, oh no, we cannot have this.
1: Bestiality under my watch.
3: I like this unicorn, though.
2: This unicorn with the babies run under it, and it's just like, I will withstand.
1: (laughs) everyone disperses uh winds gusts of wind come blowing in to torment them as well zeus the dick that he is destroys the giant wine bucket and floods the land with wine all this work that they put in just gone in seconds.
2: And he's just, like, really just loving it. And I forget the guy's name who hammers the thunderbolts. Oh, yeah.
1: Deem said it in the beginning, yeah. and I didn't
2: write it down. I, I forget his name, but he's he's just, I mean, he looks like Thor a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Bacchus doesn't really seem to mind all that much because the river is now wine, so he just drinks some all the yeah. wine in the river yeah eventually zeus has had enough fun tormenting the land and uh he he's throws... such an
2: ass like yeah. i i just like i cannot express it enough how much of an ass zeus is like even in the real mythology but, like well, they really depicted him well here
1: and the cockiness here because he throws his last remaining thunderbolts yeah. and he gets a little tired so he kicks off his sandals and he just goes for a nap in yeah. the clouds like i'm done for the What's day wrong, Hills? so zeus takes his nap in the clouds now that he's had his fun the sky, uh, the sky starts to clear up and the sun makes its way back out. Out comes Iris, goddess of the rainbow. Um, her rainbow is inverted; red is on the bottom.
2: Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of times it's depicted that way. I don't yeah. know. I've I've said this to you before. Anytime you see rainbows, like anywhere, like whether it's on like stuff or anything, it's never like done right.
1: They sometimes leave they, a color out. They
2: leave a color out. They leave multiple colors out, or they like in. They switch two of the colors, and I'm like.
3: Or is, this is the rainbow copyrighted? I don't know. Well, she that's, that's kind
2: of what I started to think. Like, is the rainbow itself, the design, a copyright? Because really, it's just the way that the light works. Like, How oh, do yeah, you like, copyright that?
1: This, this one's got red at the bottom and violet at the top because that's our yeah, hair. Yeah,
2: but at least that's just, like, inverted Flip. all the yeah. way. But, like, sometimes it's, like, blue and green will be flipped. And I'm like that's not how light works yeah but anyway
1: her rainbow creates a colorful uh, reflection and all the water and the wine brightens up the land again
2: but I love that they're, like, playing in the rainbow, like, in the in the puddles and stuff that, yeah. like, are the rainbow, and boxes, boxes drink is drinking the rainbow. Th- the rainbow I think that's so cool. In his best life. Yeah, it's like Skittles. Taste the rainbow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the fawns gather on cliffside, staring at the sun, which is dangerous. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> they see Apollo, the sun god, mm-hmm. in his golden chariot as he just waves to all of them. With his
2: pony ties pulling With it. His pony ties? Yeah, like the fire horse <laughs> <laughs> from Pokemon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> next up is uh morpheus she covers the sky with her giant but isn't
2: morpheus a man we talked Deems about
1: this team said him when referring to morpheus but this is clearly
2: i yeah but i think morpheus is supposed to be a man well there's
1: a mix-up here with what maybe we see, morpheus you know?
2: is non-binary
1: maybe uh covers up the sky with their giant body and brings upon nighttime for everybody to go to sleep and they all start to go to sleep. And finally, our last god appears, and it is Diana. She uses the crescent moon as a bow to fire an arrow, spreading stars all throughout the sky to set the final scene of nighttime as the short comes to an end. I thought this was another long one. I didn't I didn't hate this it one as much. Long. But putting this right after the Rites of Spring, at, which was already like a 22-minute one.
3: Well, we had the intermission.
1: Yeah, but we didn't.
3: <laughs> that was <a> real intermission.
1: <laughs> where they come back from intermission with another like twenty minute one. Uh, Zeus is a little out of his mind. Um, he he just tormenting these people for no reason. Yeah. It's kind of okay. like that asshole that you like kid that you had on your block where like they would torment like little animals like squirrels. It's like the same kind of.
2: Did you have that? No, but
1: like that's always like people say like there's always that like one like trouble kid.
2: Stores, uh, here. Sid. Yes. Yeah, that's what reminded yeah. me of
1: Sid oh. torturing the toys. Okay but yeah
3: I didn't didn't have a kid like that I'm not saying that
1: everybody did but like you know it's
3: like that you know stereotypical kid with the issues no offense maybe it was us maybe we were that kid maybe maybe that was me I don't know I me I was too loving yeah I didn't do any of that to animals (laughs) That was
2: just mean to my Neither did I, to clarify, <laughs> yeah. since we're just saying this. I, I never did anything like that.
1: Next up, Deems introduces the Dance of the Hours. It is a pageant for the hours of day. So you got the light of dawn, light of noonday, yeah, early evening, hours of the night, and then finally hours of light, which is all of them together. Mm-hmm. Start out inside of a palace to find a lone ostrich in pink ballet shoes. The name is actually Madame Upanova.
3: Hmm, how do we know? How are we supposed to know this name? <gasps> uh,
1: I did my research.
3: No, I know. But like <laughs> how? No, they don't tell you. They don't tell you. Yeah. So why, why can't create the names?
1: I don't know. Uh, she rises from her sleep and she begins the ballet dance on stage. Soon to be joined in by other ostriches. She is also the lead here as all the other ones are like backup dancers. They have, I think it's blue. It's blue. Yeah.
3: I, I thought would it's purple. No, it's blue. They're ballet shoes? Yeah. Why I think they were purple I don't oh, know it's close
1: enough they're uh, like a baby blue uh, yeah the music starts uh, Hillary what's the music here hello mother oh
3: yeah <laughs> hello, hello father, father. please take mosquitoes. mosquitoes really father the... thanks for the package that's why I'm writing thanks for sending me new 9 advances okay, okay. It's the now. pink <laughs>
1: ostrich is dancing with all her uh, background dancers um she feeds them all throwing fruit down their throats
3: yeah <laughs> i thought that was so
0: bizarre yeah, it was weird. Seems like a choking hazard but what do i know how bizarre
3: i guess they were fighting those uh stereotypes that ballerinas don't eat mm. you know i thought of that too and i was like wow
2: what an interesting way to face a stereotype
1: <laughs> she saves the grapes for herself and, and they're uh, like they no have, they give me like more this. bitch
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're they, like you can't eat
1: they start chasing her all around the stage um they eventually chase her outside where the grapes eventually fall into a small pool out there and this is and then they run off and this is the transition to the next uh, the next section which is the light of the noon day emerging from the pool it's
2: Gloria is that her the name? hippos no I just from Madagascar the uh, hippo's name is Gloria so <laughs> so that's
3: <laughs>
1: who I this hippo's head. name is hyacinth hippo ah. eating the grapes and posing
3: you know my mom <laughs> gave me a book when I was a kid Mm-hmm. It was named Hillary Hippopotamus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did that give you a complex? I think it did. <laughs> and she was a ballerina, actually. So there mm-hmm. you go. Okay.
1: It is now early evening as elephants... And <laughs> Alex
3: ba- is like, this is just
2: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> elephants in ballet shoes enter the scene. They make their way to the sleeping hippo. And they're dicks. Well, they make sure not to wake her. Mm. But they then drink from the pool and they fill everywhere with Bubbles.
2: Yeah, but they blow them all on her.
1: They blow them on her, and uh, they, the the bubbles eventually lift her and the bench into the air.
2: Yeah.
1: And she's just floating up there.
2: And then one, get, right now we're watching it, an elephant gets a fucking bubble stuff on her foot, and I don't understand the significance.
1: I don't either. I don't even know how you get a bubble well, stuff on Well, I just foot. don't
0: know how the bubbles carried her where she needed to go, and then when, she, when it finally popped, she, like, ever so gently just, like... Floated to the ground, and then it popped. Like, I don't know. I don't know. If I stepped on a bubble, that would not be the case.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not only are these bubbles strong, but gusts of wind come in to blow the elephants out.
0: Yeah, and they just...
1: (laughs) They just blow right away. That's pretty strong. Um, Let's see. And then the hours of night starts. Um, We see, like, Dracula-looking alligators (laughs) kind of just creep their way in from above.
3: (laughs) They didn't even look like Dracula. What did they look like? I don't know with their capes like yeah that's why i said
1: dracula like, no but the, it was like, like vampires
3: like i don't even know what it's from I can't, I can't well i, it I guess
1: they're right. like the quote-unquote villains of this one um what do i never
0: mind
1: they climb their way down the pillars and they slowly approach the sleeping they look above. like
2: they're gonna eat her they that's what i thought like puss in boots oh okay <laughs> oh, <laughs> so okay. like the count of monte cristo types yeah, yeah. oh okay yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the last alligator to arrive, he is Ben Alligator. Um, he ju- and
2: he's like in love with her.
1: He jumps down and he's he scares like this, off all the other alligators. He's like,
2: this girl
3: thick and I want her. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of meat for them to eat. Yeah.
1: He approaches the sleeping hippo and, uh, all by himself and the hippo starts to wake up. This next part was crazy. The hippo is scared at first and she runs way off into the distance this bitch gets like a 40-yard running start and leaps high up into the air and just comes crashing down belly flops on top of the alligator. <laughs> free. The croc- uh, the alligator tries to hold up the hippo, but can't. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So fucked
2: up. Uh, it just happened.
1: <laughs> the two then share like a slow ballroom dance together spinning around.
2: <laughs> She's just like laying like a beach whale. It seems like she likes it. <laughs> he does
3: too.
1: Uh, The alligator bows and the hippo flirts with him a little more before running off, which
2: Yeah, you are because it's (laughs) not racially insensitive
1: (laughs) Uh, Now we finally get the hours of light all the hippos all the alligators and all the other animals like the elephants from before They've returned Um, (laughs) They are all being chased by the alligators Uh, Yeah, they
2: were like damn we getting some
1: They were getting for any animal They really
2: they were like really hounding them Yeah, they really were
1: they run all around they're all spinning with each other the the alligators grab all the other animals but the hippos are able to grab the alligators and they're like spinning them by their tail Yeah. and this is where the music starts to get faster and faster they're all spinning around with each and then other that,
2: but that one alligator picked up an elephant and couldn't get her through the columns
1: she couldn't fit through the door I know
2: and I'm like that's so sad
1: and he just left her there as he, she was he like he didn't went, realize went through the door yeah he like, thought he had her could somebody help me yeah
2: and that, but then he goes back he yeah goes he
1: back. does well, so they're spinning and they're spinning together they're all chasing each other and it, the music gets faster and faster until it becomes to the one final note that hits. And they all pause, uh, pose together. And we zoom back out on the palace. And the doors crash close
3: mm-hmm. and the
1: short comes to an end. They did their ballet and that's it.
3: Yep. She just slept through her ballet, the hippo. I was thinking that too. just going back. I think like her ballet, like she did her like solo. Yeah. And then she went to
1: sleep. Okay. On the stage. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Because, like, when you think about it, like, noon is kind of like a transitory time yeah. during the day. So it's not going to be as long.
1: Just a little nap.
2: Just a little, cat- a little nap and nap.
1: I like this one. I thought it was fun. I got a kick out of all the this animals. This one was yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. I,
2: I remember it very vividly from when I was a kid watching it.
1: I feel like this one had more humor than anything, mm-hmm. you know?
3: Yeah. All
1: right. We made it to the last one.
3: Ooh, the creepiest one. The, I like this one.
1: Deems is back one more time to introduce our last pair of songs. It's, but he also, and also,
3: he doesn't even say it's the last one. No. And it kind of just like, he, he ends. just said it. Oh, he did?
1: Yeah, he did. Oh,
3: okay. He, he said, said our final real... number tonight yeah. or something
1: like
0: that. Okay.
3: but then it does just end. And the I last like number on, on our Fantasia yeah.
0: program is a combination of two pieces of music so utterly different.
3: You know how this guy reminds me of? The of Science guy? No. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of the creepy guy from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, oh yeah, the Slug one with yeah, the words. Yeah, he yeah. does. He does. Yeah.
1: The last pair of songs that we have are A Night on Bald Mountain and Ava Maria. Ave. Ave Ave Maria, excuse me.
2: Ave Ave (laughs) Maria.
1: We open up on a bald mountain. Why you bald? (laughs) Why you
0: bald? (laughs) Why you you ugly?
1: (laughs) It is a dark night with menacing music opening us up. Uh, We all know this one. It's a...
2: No. I don't think you did that very well. Oh, how would
1: you go, Victoria? I don't know. I have to hear it again. All right,
2: let's
0: put the sound. Everyone knows Madame right on
1: Mountain. On top of the mountain sits Chernabog. Chernabog is a giant satanic demon with giant menacing wings to go with it.
0: I think he looks
2: cool. Oh, yeah.
1: He is described as Satan and is often described as Disney's best representation of pure evil.
2: Well, I did. do you remember him from the um, from me. the parade? Mm-hmm. Hillary
1: didn't, but
2: that's okay. Yeah. I don't think I was like a Disney No, I know. It's yeah. fine. I know.
1: Uh, he's considered one of Disney's... One of the original villains in Disney's villain franchise.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, by the way, Cherna and Bog translates to black and God. Can
3: tell my so names. literal,
1: literally what his name oh, is. Oh, yeah. That's creepy. His shadow reaches down to completely cover a town. And as he does so, spirits fly up from the town and come up to the mountain to worship him. Yep. In the palm of his hand, he is playing with fire, which turns into uh, three female dancers... Before then translating into like ghoulish creatures. Yeah. kinda ugly. Um, everything everybody's up there partying, have a good time what celebrating. What
2: was cool was like the animation of his hands was like yeah. done really well. It was so menacing.
1: There's a lot of fire and dancing and you get like different creatures like flying right at the screen. Yeah. Including Female ghoul titties. Yeah, that's right, and they have nipples. <laughs> they have and nipples included. I don't
2: understand why they can have nipples, but the other ones couldn't. Bro, it didn't really make any sense.
1: I you know. was, blown. and they were
2: like, they were like blatant nipples. They were like bright you red. Tell they were. You know. I
1: was yeah. blown away by this. I was like, oh my god, this titty on the screen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this
1: is Disney.
2: Oh my the god.
0: Nipple.
1: The music fades out, and we hear uh, a bell begin to toll. Much to box fear.
2: Yo, he's so upset.
1: Well, and this is the part in the theater where they would have been playing uh, it yeah. from behind you. And yeah. he's looking
2: around like, what the fuck is that? It's yeah. kind of like when, like, something outside is going on, when you're trying to sleep, and it's, like, early in the morning, you know, and the, like, garbage truck comes, yeah. or, your, or your neighbor's, like, chopping wood or putting on a roof or some or,
3: crazy shit. Yeah, like the landscaper. I find it so soothing when I hear the garbage men come. I don't know why. I can't explain it. That's weird. No one in the world feels that way. I think I feel that way because I'm like, oh, it's so early and I'm awake and I can still go back to sleep. Yeah, some people have trouble doing that. Yeah, I guess.
1: I'm glad
2: you don't have that issue, though.
1: As the uh, the bell continues to toll, he covers his eyes in anguish. All the creatures slowly retreat back down the mountain to return to the city where they were pulled from. Chernabog, he like... Why me holds his fists up into the sky.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, in defeat before his wings close back up on himself.
2: And he turns into a mountain. He's
1: the top of the mountain. But so
2: like here's my thing. Okay, wait, what did they say? Cause Deems Taylor. Taylor said in the beginning, like before it started, that it was um a night that was like equivalent to our Halloween. Yes,
1: it is oh I have Friday the
2: thirteenth.
1: No, it's <laughs> got a name. Um night. That's what he says.
2: What does that mean?
1: It's like the equivalent of Halloween for us.
2: But when does it fall? Like what date? Is it a real thing?
1: Yeah, it is. Okay. Walpurgis well, Night is April thirtieth to, and it ends on May first. Um, let's see. It is a traditional holiday celebrated on the thirtieth oh. in Northern Europe and Scandinavia.
3: Yeah, that's. Ice
1: um, cream man's coming. May Day. <laughs> He'll
3: probably pick that up. Oh, tomorrow. I guess so. Yeah. It's it's got a real. Um,
1: it's the singing of traditional spring folk songs and lighting of bonfires.
2: Yeah, but it's also called... Um... Hold on. Ugh.
1: Is no, the...
2: you you can't move on yet. I have to know. I wasn't moving on. I was <laughs> okay. going to tell you a little more. Go ahead.
1: Uh, the Eve of Christian Feast Day of St. Walperga. Uh, feast commemorates the canonization of St. Walpurga and the movement of relics to that,
2: Beltane. Mm. That's what it is. Okay. And it's like known as Mayday, yeah. It's it's a it's also like a um, like a Wiccan or like a witch holiday. It's a paganistic holiday. Oh, I
3: see. Never okay. yeah, heard of it.
2: Yeah.
1: Well as Chernabog is defeated and he turns back into the top of the mountain, um, we begin the Ava Maria section. This is gonna be really quick. Uh, we see people marching, <laughs> carrying lights, just their silhouettes. They marched through the woods.
2: It's like the elves in uh, Lord of the Rings when they're leaving.
1: They did it better there because they, <laughs> they marched through the woods and then the woods some more and over a bridge and then through the woods some more. In real time, three straight minutes of them just slowly marching along. Really? No, nothing happened. Yep. yep. I went back and looked at this. Nothing happens. They're just marching while the song is being sung. <sighs> Three straight. This is what I mean. They're at the end and they're dragging yes. this thing out.
3: You're
1: dragging it. Uh, we hear a woman's fa- uh, voice fade up as what she do you sings. Do think the
3: animators just got lazy? No, because I feel like they're. Really oh yes, isn't they any- were marching because at first I was like, "What is?" And then I was like, "Oh, they're marching with torches." Yeah. Three. Because at first they looked like like faces. Like I thought they were like floating heads. Like I had no idea what I was looking at at uh. first. Because I I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then as they like zoomed in on them marching, and I was like, "Oh." they're like their heads are on fire and then i was like oh no they're a little bit ahead of their head so mm-hmm. they're like tor- yeah, type yeah yeah and then i was like oh maybe they're just like torches or mm-hmm. I'm, yeah yeah woman's they were vo- so circular yes yeah Anyways.
1: woman's voice fades up uh, as she sings and we get like a lone light peeking through the darkness mm-hmm. um the light is coming through trees and as we continue to move forward through the trees we get this real revealing of like uh like paradise almost lighting up the trees and like afterlife kind of uh we pass through the trees until we are lifted up through the clouds to the morning sky um the sun rises over the distant mountaintops lighting up the sky yellow and orange like everything is in this uh film screen slowly fades to black concluding our film not even at the end screen i know it just fades and and that's it
3: and the credits and yeah. I thought we would have went back to the orchestra or something There's... and they would have taken a bow or something cuz yeah. if they were trying to make this like a real like orchestra, mm-hmm. they would all yeah give it that. There
1: there are actually no credits in this movie at all. Not in the beginning, like they do with yeah. Disney films, and Go not ahead, at the end. There's right. no credits in this. I, I think there might have been during the intermission.
2: Yeah. But we don't
1: get that, uh, so yeah. there's no credits in this at all. It's true. And that's how the film comes to an end. So uh, will end up
2: in the field of reeds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Closing thoughts. Anybody got any overall feelings on this film? Let me kiss you. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. <laughs>
0: It was long, but it wasn't that terrible. I really wish I would have like watched it a second time, just without the, without sound, the sound, or yeah. like you know the first time like focused more on the music and then what. But it was so long that I don't think I would yeah. have done that if I yeah. had free time. Yeah.
1: I I think when you're watching it for the purpose of like what we're doing here, it's kind of excruciating watching this because you're you're trying to That's... figure out like how am I going to describe this? What do, what are my thoughts on this? How yeah. do I even like comment on this? But I do think, like, if you were to sit down and watch this on your own...
3: You'd fall asleep.
1: You'd fall asleep, but, like, maybe if you had it on as, like, the background... Yeah. Like, I don't think it would be as bad. But then again, like, would you get the full feel of no. it? I don't know.
3: Because I definitely miss parts by doing something I, else. But I know that I would have fallen asleep.
1: Yeah. I think in 1940, sitting in a theater, experiencing this, this probably was mind-blowing. Yeah, and probably. And it probably warrants the applause that yeah. it got. But I just think... Um, on disney plus on your tv maybe not so much
3: yeah i agree
1: but um I, I don't know i think it's it's got some parts that are at least somewhat enjoyable like i like the sorcerer's apprentice i like the dance of the hours with all the different animals and at least a half the first half of night of bolt mountain i thought was kind of cool
2: yeah i i i mean i don't know i've watched it like a lot and i think it's Like it's nice, you know, like if you're looking for something relaxing or like whatever, like I think it's, it can be mentally stimulating for like little kids and stuff like that with all the colors and like things like that. But for me, and it's a nice way to like introduce classical music, but I personally don't ever need to watch it ever again. And I do think that it did not age well because I think that they were very like, they like made it for the time they made it for. Mm -hmm. They didn't make it to be like this long haul type of Film.
1: You know I, I I mean? almost think like, like I I know they did years later they did Fantasia two thousand yeah but I think now with the technology they have this might even be better to release in theaters and yeah. you probably could achieve everything you wanted to yeah. achieve yeah, with
3: the smell of visions like yeah, you yeah. Do
1: that. I I almost think like in Disney Springs that movie there if mm-hmm. they just had a theater
3: just dedicated just to dedicated to
1: this film mm-hmm. and they gave you the full experience that Walt intended yeah would it would be, be cool. probably be a better experience I would yeah. go see it yeah.
3: I feel like, though, just stick to the only things that can be remade into movies are books. Stop making music into movies. It's not working. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I guess they technically do listen to that because they don't do the silly symphonies anymore. So there's that. I feel
3: like it's just really hard to
2: build a story around a piece of music because music is so It could fit
3: so many different things. It's so
2: subjective Mm -hmm. and it's so like personal to the person listening Mm -hmm. to it and it just, you know, like different sounds mean different things to different people and it just like i feel like it's really difficult to ma- make something that's compelling universally
1: i almost think kind of like to what you're saying if you're someone who actually has never actually seen fantasia i would almost be curious if you were to just watch this and actually close your eyes mm-hmm. and like see what you come up with and like what yeah, like you my picture grandpa,
3: and then yeah. Asleep.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
3: close your eyes without sleeping yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and just see what your mind go- especially those first couple ones that are so like interpretive just yeah you know yeah but yeah, um, I guess, recommend. I don't know. Maybe. I mean,
2: like, I think it's worth seeing at least once. Yeah, um, yeah. it's such a classic. I think if you're a fan to. of Disney,
1: like, you kind of have to at least be yeah. put through the ringer and watch this, Yeah, you know? and
2: I also think that it kind of, like, I think it's important historically for, like, what the company of Disney mm-hmm. means. Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it does put them, you know, in a big accomplishment with this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, going I don't forward. Think
3: anyone else... Did
1: anything like this, so it's yeah. very unique. Yeah. All right. Good job, everyone.
3: What's yeah. next?
1: Well, that's I know it. We have some shorts. Fantasia's done. <laughs> next up.
3: So silly, I was shorts. just going to ask when does Fantasia 2000 come around? Oh,
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to the We Watch Disney Podcast, everyone. Next time, I got some shorts
0: for you. I'm kind of excited after but this. After this, yeah. Just, <laughs> for four,
1: just four shorts next time. It's uh, Mickey Mouse in The Little Whirlwind, Mickey Mouse in Canine Caddy, Donald Duck in Early to Bed, and Pluto in Linda Paul. So a little, mm. little bit of everybody. I feel next like we haven't
0: really seen anything with Pluto just Pluto right well, I think
1: this might be our first just Pluto short mm. like one of his shorts yeah. and I
0: like the ones that are like around Donald
1: and I don't know off the yeah. top of my head but Linda Paul sounds kind of familiar so I feel like that might be they one might, that we've seen um, already early or to Express. bed sounds
2: familiar I feel like I've mm. definitely
1: seen that yep but that's next time uh, be sure to follow on Twitter at we Watch Disney spread the word and subscribe uh, we're available everywhere that you can find a podcast <clears throat> we're on there so likes hearts reviews are gold we on stars. Audible, we are audible yeah. I don't know. we're on there too yeah cool. As always, like to mention that if uh, Disney World is your thing, check us out on YouTube at we went to Disney. We go to Disney World and blog about uh, food reviews, resort tours, ride videos, all that good stuff. Um, there's a bunch of new ones up there from a couple trips recently, including Guardians Brains of the again. Galaxy, Cosmic oh, no. Rewind two videos on that one of and we got our first video over a thousand views wow that's awesome
2: good job that's awesome and how many subscribers have we hit we have
1: hit 102 subscribers i think is the the number to date over a 100 that's pretty cool too yeah Mm -hmm. i'll take that
2: thanks everyone yeah
1: but there's so much more up there so go check it out um and i think i've blabbed on enough that's gonna do it for us so it's a goodbye from
2: alex toya hills
1: and dan and of course
2: thanks for listening to our web talk